0: Battle. Yes, it's a little different from my normal intro because we are in a different environment today. This is a special bonus episode of The Devils Do. Bringing you live coverage, well, not live; it's recorded, but bringing you coverage from the fighting game tournament and Game on Land on Delaware Avenue in Buffalo, New York. Uh, we are here today as the tournament's going on, meeting and greeting the people. We're giving away comics. Uh, we're having a good time. This is kind of old hat for me. I'm, uh, I've been in the fighting game community for a time now. For Drew, my amazing co-host, uh, my, my uh, I wouldn't say Padawan learner because he would hate that phrase, but uh, a new person to this environment. Drew, what do you think of this so far?
1: This is kind of nutty, man. It's uh, It's packed. Uh, you, you you even said that like weather's a factor and it would be more packed, but this is pretty. Uh, it's an impressive turnout in here. Um, fighting games are are happening. We got God probably between thirty and forty screens going, and just uh, ga- games, games, games everywhere we look. Um, I have not really been uh, exposed to this in, in a live environment, so it's pretty wild, man. I'm uh,
0: I'm very curious. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a great environment. Um We're going to see a lot of really great matches today. There's a lot of high-quality players here, players coming from uh, Pennsylvania, Ohio. Um, I think there's a small contingent here from Canada. Uh, Josh always gets a good turnout for this. Uh, Hopefully, we're going to be talking to Josh again, as you remember from a couple episodes ago. And we'll be talking to Brian and a couple of the competitors to give you guys some background on the tournament and what's going on in the fighting game community for this fun little bonus episode of The Devil's Due. All right, I am here with one of Buffalo's premier competitors, Alex, a.k.a. K-Money. Sir, welcome to The Devil's Do. How are you doing today?
2: Uh, good, man. How are you?
0: I'm doing really good. How are you feeling about the tournament today?
2: Feeling good. It's really cool to see a lot of people show up. So it's a uh, really cool. cool feeling when you have a big crowd, you know? Always an answer Awesome. It has been an absolute joy to see how your game has stepped up a couple of
0: levels in the past like, year and a half. You've just become an amazing competitor. You started out with Marvel, if I remember correctly, and then you kind of switched over Street Fighter. What do you like about where this game is going or don't like about it? What do you find that's keeping you kind of with Street Fighter proper instead of going back and forth between this and Marvel?
2: Uh, I think it's just like uh, the character. Like, I love playing Delson so much. Like, um, I've just put so much time and effort into the character now and like I really, really feel like I can represent myself, right? Like express who I am in my gameplay. And he's very like innovative and non-linear, so I always feel like there's like potential to do new things or invent solutions and matchups or just approach things very differently because he has a lot of different options. So the creativity behind him like keeps me really interested in playing him in the overall game. So,
0: how do you feel about his new V trigger for this season?
2: I think it's pretty good. Uh, I think initially, like people thought. It had some really cool setups and stuff, but the setups, like, aren't real for the most part. Um, it's more, like, to maintain and establish, like, control in the neutral game because you just, like, set up the ball and you let it go, and, like, your opponent really can't do anything, so... But I think it's more matchup dependent when you bust it out, so it is more offensive-based matchups, where characters like Balrog or Rashid or Laura that really want to, like, rush you down. I think the slide, and, or rather the flame carpet, the first V-trigger... Uh, I think it's better because he still needs, like, a panic button to get out. So it's like you mix it in depending on the character, you know, if you trigger two.
0: So with uh, season, new season of Ponce of Street v, is there a character that's yet to come out that you're looking at and be like, you know, maybe I might pick this character up
2: for, like, a pocket character or, you know, down the road a main character? Uh, definitely Sagat. I think Sagat's super cool. Uh, one of, like, my favorite people to ever watch play Fighting games in general was uh, watching Bone Chan Sagat and Four. I thought it was just like it's like art, man. It's beautiful. So I don't know how how similar he's going to be or how different. Um, but I'm definitely going to check out Sagat and see if you know I like him and he feels good.
0: Awesome. Now I can't let you go without addressing the the five hundred five hundred pound Hulk in the room, if you will. Announcement made. Um, Marvel is not in the main evil lineup. What are your thoughts on that?
2: I think well. I think it's like really sad, you know, and I think a lot of the justification for it from the guys from Evo was that it's like a business decision and we're we're looking at numbers and it makes the no most sense to put the lineup up that they have. But I think it's uh interesting in the fact that like if the FGC wants to grow that they're gonna have to sacrifice some of that like grassroots spirit in order to like get the stabilization of the monetary aspect, right, to get more money, to like funnel in, to have players and TOs alike, you know, really make it their career and like be stable, but in the process of that, you know, you have stuff like Marvel happening not being included, which is a game that like, really represents like the grass grassroots spirit of the FGC the most, out of like any sub-community I think like a lot of the, like the raw hype behind why fighting games are really exciting to watch, originates from a lot of classic Marvel vs. Capcom sets, and all the games of the series two, two, three, Infinite so, I think it's sad to me to think that the FGC has to like commodify itself sometimes, you know, in order to like go to the next level that it wants to be at. So you have to sacrifice some stuff that like you know a lot of people care about. You know, there's a really huge community of people who sink their souls into Marvel, and uh, it's a shame that like we have to submit ourselves to you know power of money and business to give away part of our heart. You know,
0: Alex, thank you so much for joining us. Good luck today in the tournament, sir. Thank you. All right, folks, it's uh,
1: almost Carl's turn to partake in the Street Fighter tournament here. Uh, any nerves, any jitters, any uh, pre-match rituals you got going on
0: right now? Uh, no nerves, no jitters, especially now when the outcome is pretty much predetermined. Um, I love this community. I wish that, you know, I could be more of a part of it, but... Life uh, finds a way, <laughs> and ultimately my wife and son have to take precedence. So I'm here just to support the community. I'm not expecting uh, anything other than for my first match, as Mr. T said in Rocky three pain for me from my opponent, whoever that may be. Um, just here to have a good time. It's kind of it's kind of fatalist. You got to have some confidence, man. You got you to get hype. You know, I'm am a Bills fan, and <laughs> we've played the Patriots enough. So I'm here to have fun. I'm gonna have gonna have some fun. I'm gonna probably get knocked out in the first match. Gonna get knocked out in the losers bracket. We're here to help grow with Devils Do promote show and whatnot but uh, but how are you liking this stuff this is like your first ever legit fighting game tournament you've been standing around in the in the mix of it now for about a half hour or so watching the matches what do you think man it's pretty pretty crazy man there's a lot of energy like it's it's very hype oh, yeah. it takes
1: me back to my arcade days when like you know the, the whoever was like owning the machine for an enduring period of time when someone would nonchalantly come in and take him down
0: and the place would kind of go nuts reminds me of that The hype level here right now, since we're just kind of in the early stages, first round pools, uh, hype level's about like a 2 out of 10. Uh, As we get into later pools, uh, the hype's going to be popping, for sure. Well, uh, we will talk again after you have partaken in your
1: match. Hopefully uh, it it goes better than you think it will. I I must defeat Chen Long to stand a chance. Good luck. So we have some post-match to get through here. Carl, that did not go well for you
0: No, no, that was bad um, About roughly eight months or so Away from playing game regularly come to the tournament The first match I pull is arguably the best player in the area Jug um, But hey, we're all here for fun Support the community, good time um, I got hit a lot And did not hit him nearly as much That's, that's, really- that's
1: generally how these things
0: go Yeah, yeah, yeah um, So I'm in a loser's bracket now Probably have a similar result in that. But, hey, we're having fun. We're here promoting the show. It's good times. What would you have done differently? Um, maybe not blocking so many of his punches with my face.
1: That's sound advice. It only seems to work for Rocky Balboa, really.
0: Uh, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. I thought it might have worked. <laughs> it, it did not.
1: Uh,
0: well, you can play your way back in, though, right? It's, Technically, yes. I mean, as far as like statistical odds, I don't think it's calculable. Not but, with that attitude. I mean, it's true. But we'll, uh, I'm in losers bracket now, so we'll see what happens next. All right, man. Best of luck. All right, I am here with Fred Sales, a.k.a. No One Man of the Buffalo Fighting Game community. We are mid-tournament right now. Hype action's going on. Fred, how is your tournament going today?
3: Uh, Well, right now, I'm out in DBZ and in Street Fighter, uh, but I'm looking forward to Guilty Gear and ST, the two games that I expect to do really well in.
0: Now, I know you're a huge Guild Gear slash anime fan. Mm-hmm. Arc Systems really stepped up this year and kind of stole Capcom's launch <laughs> in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. What do you contribute their success to? What do you see them doing going forward to keep this momentum that they have?
3: Um, I think Arc Systems' nuancing uh, game design is really the key savior. A lot of the mechanics really function with each other, and uh, they're very creative and not just trying to solve one problem at a time. If I can uh, give an answer with contrast, Capcom, their game design, they're only doing one thing at a time, and it uh, shows in their basic gameplay. And I think that Arcs is very interesting, and uh, it's a lot to to get at one time. But in the end, you always want to go for more mechanics because it uh, increases the longevity and the deep uh, the depth of the game.
0: Now, Guilty Gear has always kind of been Arc System's crown jewel, and it seems like Blue has always been the testing ground for what they eventually incorporate into Guilty Gear. Where do you see Dragon Ball fighters fitting into that?
3: Well, on your first intro, um, what I didn't know until Darian actually explained it to me, uh, shout out to him, is that Guilty Gear is very big in America, and it's uh, very storied in America, but Blue is actually bigger than Guilty Gear in Japan. Um, Blaze Blue is, I would say, their flagship game because it has more concurrent players even when it's dead in America. Uh, DBZ is for everybody. It's for every fan. Uh, everybody loves Dragon Ball. And uh, it's for fighting game fans. It's truly a love letter to anime fans and fighting game fans. Um, I think that it has something for everyone, although. Fans of simplicity, like Street Fighter fans, they might um, they might not like it as much. But that's okay, too. I'll get you out on this.
0: We are both fans of the Beast Boy from Brazil. Blanca was announced for Street Fighter Season 3. What do you want to see change or new for him to get you interested in the character again?
3: Uh, I, you know, I have my own, like my own you can't see me cheesing right now but i have my own like list of things that i really want from that character Uh, i want his far stand light punch to look as as it does i want him to have the slide i want him to uh be cheap i want him to be good and i want to be able to uh play solid and win without um going crazy you know i'm playing ryu right now just to get a better handle on footsies And the character has no comeback potential. All he does is play solid, so nothing cheap about him. So I want to play solid and do well. I I never win with a comeback. I always win by winning the match, which is sad.
0: (laughs) All right, well, you got a match, sir. Thank you very much for jumping on the show, and good luck to you for the rest of the tournament. Thanks for the interview. Thanks, sir. All right, I'm here with Mr. Daniel James. And, Daniel, we are surrounded by... Current gen technology, 60 frames per second, 1080p, beautiful graphics like kids when back in my day could never have imagined, yet you bring something different with you. You bring us a page from history. What have you brought with you today?
4: So today, um, I brought a CPS-2 board, which is a Capcom System 2 board. Uh, from 1994 and it was created in Japan and it is the Japanese version of the game Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo or in Japan it's uh, Grandmaster Challenge um, some people call it Super Turbo ST for short um, but yeah it's, it's definitely uh, it's a piece of Street Fighter history it's a piece of FGC history I mean it's one of the original fighting games and I, I feel like it still holds up to this day
0: yeah, I think it's safe to say that everything we're surrounded by right now was birthed from Street Fighter 2 and its many iterations. Uh, what, what, in your opinion, is the thing that has kept this game, Street Fighter 2, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo especially, has kept it so vibrant in the fighting game community for so many years? Any tournament, any community that you're in, if you break out this game, people are going to want to play it. What keeps this people coming back to this game?
4: Well, I feel like for, I mean, for me personally, um, it's, there's a little bit of nostalgia there. Um, I mean, I, I grew up playing, you know, Sega Genesis. I even had Street Fighter Two on, on my Game Boy. So, um, there's a little bit of that, but also I feel like besides, you know, the sound effects and the graphics, which, I mean, as, as soon as people hear that classic, you know, Hadouken, I mean, they want to play, um, but I feel just like how in Street Fighter V, there's definitely like that um, that factor of like like the comeback factor, right? Well, ST is one of those games that has that. And I mean, even two years ago at Canada Cup, um, which is typically where like now one of the biggest Super Turbo tournaments in North America happens, um, people saw something new on screen. It was there was a fireball that actually went through eHonda. Fireball went through a character. So, I mean, to have a game that is this old and people are still seeing new tech, I mean, that's, you know, that's something special. Um, yeah.
0: Now, talk about the physical setup here because not only is your board from Japan, it seems like you've gone with a very Japanese-style setup for the gameplay itself.
4: Yes, yes, very good point. Um... So, I actually... This was something that I kind of adapted from this guy in Canada, uh, Atari. And uh, it was 2017 Canada Cup. Uh, He had a similar setup, which is basically how they run it, like in Japan, but obviously they run it on cabinets. So, it's head-to-head. So, you have two monitors, people facing each other, and... um, the previous Rumble in the Tundra that was held in Buffalo, uh, we had a, a really good turnout for Super Turbo, and everybody I talked to said that they preferred head-to-head over like anything else, even over a one-panel candy cab. Um, so it's similar to the way that they play it in Japan. It kind of just gives you that feeling of not really knowing what the other person is going to do. Um, it just—it's a whole different experience, I think. Um, and so basically what I'm doing is just splitting the signal two ways. Uh, at home, I have much larger monitors, which are a pain in the ass to carry. So these are 14-inch. They're a lot more convenient. Um, and then the CPS-2 board, which is basically the game itself, um, is just going into a splitter and then being split between, between the two monitors
0: awesome well we definitely appreciate you bringing it out and stopping by to talk to us for a couple moments Daniel thank you very much sir
4: yeah thank you Uh,
0: all right Drew uh, we're coming to the end of the day here you're needing to venture out into the frozen tundra that is Buffalo New York we've met some people we've talked some people we've seen some great matches I did not so much play some great matches but I think we've had a good time this being your first fighting game experience what was your thoughts uh, exciting, interesting to see
1: everyone get uh, so amped up, and um, I get it though. Like you know, the way that the tide can turn really quickly, um, it's it it's it can be jarring and exciting, and people definitely respond to it. So pretty pretty wild, man.
0: Alright, folks, we appreciate you joining us for this bonus episode covering the Fighting Game community and the Fighting Game tournament here at Game On Land in Buffalo, New York. By all means, come down, check them out. This is a great place. If you want to reach out to us, you can do so at the following social media locations. You can find us on Twitter at DevilsDewPod. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash pod. You can email us at Pod at gmail.com or you can find all these resources available to you on our website com. Drew, any closing thoughts? Mortal Kombat. Alright. Folks, <laughs> thanks again for joining. Have a good one.